I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsbury. We made a, a slight change in the program today, uh, and it's because of a, a tweet that I saw come through just under an hour ago, uh, sent out by Utah Senior Senator Mike Lee. It reads, it's an honor to be chosen by President Donald Trump to serve on the Congressional Economic Task Force. Uh, we went to work uh, trying to arrange a conversation between myself and the senator for you to listen to and learn, uh, and we were successful. Joining us on the line uh, right now is Senator uh, Mike Lee, just after the announcement that he will be uh, serving uh, on, on a task force, a, a presidentially appointed task force, uh, to deal with uh, the economic reality in which we find ourselves right now. Uh, senator, sir, how are you? Doing great, Lee. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Well, uh, thank you. Thanks for this new uh, form of service you'll be rendering the nation. Talk to me a little bit about what the task force uh, is intended to accomplish. Okay, so this task force, which the president has invited me to join and has appointed me to as of today, uh, has as its objective uh, the reopening of the American economy. You know, we're going to be studying what the circumstances are in which uh, we'll be able to reopen the economy and what stages, what will be the key indications that it's safe to do so and how we roll that out. There's a, an increasing understanding that, um, you know, in, in addition to the fact that our healthcare system is getting uh, more prepared for the virus, there's also an understanding this can't simply be a question of remaining shut down indefinitely. Uh, at, at some point, we will reach the point where we may save more lives by reopening the economy than by keeping people shut at home indefinitely. We learned this. Uh, we learned today, as a matter of fact, that over 24,000 individuals here in Utah have filed for unemployment this week. Uh, those 24,000 here in the state of Utah uh, combined to uh, total 5.2 million Americans filing for unemployment uh, across uh, the country this week. Uh, some of the economists are saying that uh, that those numbers. Uh, they expect that unemployment rate uh, to reach 15% this month, this month rather, uh, meaning that the job gains uh, that we have seen, the, the, the slow gains uh, since 2009, uh, may be entirely wiped out by this COVID-19. Is the price we have paid uh, worth uh, the prevention efforts that we have made? Uh, look, what's, what's done is done, and I, I – don't know that anyone is qualified at this point to evaluate what has or hasn't been worth it. What we do know is that we've been successful in bending the curve. And what we do know is that we're fast approaching the point where Americans are going to want in, in phases to begin returning to work, uh, perhaps returning to work under different circumstances uh, with additional distancing and sanitation protocols in place, um, but they're going to need 
to return to work, and we want to make sure that we can a safe and effective way to bring that about, where people can feel confident and people can return, perhaps not to things as they were uh, just before all of this started, uh, but to something a little bit more appro- uh, approaching normalcy. It was a pleasure this morning to be on a conference call with President Trump and a number of my colleagues, Democrats and Republicans alike, talking about these issues. And, you know, these are dire circumstances. There are also circumstances in which uh, we can take some comfort in knowing that there are a lot of people who want to make it better, and together we can. Legislation passed by Congress and signed by the president uh, uh, has provided for $350 billion available to the Small Business Administration to disperse to uh, companies throughout, uh, companies and businesses throughout the the nation. The SBA now says they've hit the bottom of that well uh, and won't have any money to give out until Congress approves it. Uh, Where do things stand on, on that front, please? As of a few days ago, there was an effort, uh, I believe it was a week ago today or perhaps on Friday, an effort to pass uh, by voice vote in the Senate a measure that would refill the Paycheck Protection Program to the tune of $250 billion. Uh, In order to set that up, to pass in that fashion, it required unanimous consent. Uh, The Democrats in the Senate objected to it. I'm told that there are ongoing discussions uh, with the Democrats on the terms and conditions in which they'd be willing to agree to that. Uh, I, I think there is a possibility of something like that passing by voice vote uh, today or tomorrow, but I, I'm not certain. Very good. Uh, one last question I'd like to ask, uh, and we're speaking to Senator Mike Lee, uh, as we have learned that he, uh, by the president, has been selected to serve on the Congressional Economic Task Force to help uh, America get back to work. Uh, last question I'd like to ask you, sir. You'll be uh, certainly interacting with uh, all of the the smart folks, yourself included, uh, who will take on this uh, burdensome task of uh, opening America back up for business. Are there lessons or are there behaviors or practices that you have observed here in the state of Utah that you will take to those meetings and, and suggest being beneficial to the rest of the nation? Well, yeah. I mean, most of it just involves a lot of common sense thinking and, and people being able to make decisions uh, on their own, um, encouraged and enlightened by what information public health experts can provide. Uh, certainly protocols that avoid handshaking, that uh, avoid congregating in any large groups or getting closer to other people than six feet are always going to be essential to this. And I, and I think the first wave of people uh, likely to return to work likely will and should be those who are younger, um, you know, uh, per, perhaps those under 60, for example, and those who don't have a known illness or a compromised immune system. I think those are good places to start. The good news is there are a lot of people who fit into those categories and who can go to a workplace where they can socially distance effectively. Senator Mike Lee, grateful to you for your time and your service. Good luck as you now commence your service on this Congressional Economic Task Force. A lot of folks are counting on you, sir. Uh, I look forward to seeing how this all uh, shapes up. My thoughts and prayers are with everyone being so uh, dramatically and unfortunately impacted by this. Uh, Best of luck to you and staff, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much.
All righty. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we return, I want to walk through uh, some of the advice uh, given to us uh, from outer space. <laughs> that sounds a little hyperbolic. Uh, it's not. Uh, earlier in the program today, I spoke to a bona fide NASA astronaut. I got so excited about that conversation, I wanted to make sure I shared it with you again in case you didn't have the chance to hear it earlier. So uh, we'll walk through some of the advice given to us by astronaut Ricky Arnold, who has spent over 200 days in outer space. Uh, What does he know about uh, socially distancing uh, and isolation? Well, he'll tell us next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. KSL News Radio.